Hey there, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I want to invite you to check out this live video on YouTube. Go over to Quentin Carlin or Self-Developed Life on YouTube and watch the live video. And make sure you subscribe to the channel to see your next episode coming out this week. As well as subscribe to the podcast here. If you're listening on iTunes, subscribe and share this with anyone you like. And if you do like it, please leave a five-star review and leave a comment that really helps us out to get the word out. And when you do do that, I'm offering you a free one-on-one coaching session. So if you are interested in chatting with me about anything and everything you would like to, go ahead and email me, quintoncarlin at gmail. My email is in the description below. And this is a offer for me to try and get to know you more and support any way I can as a thanks for supporting this show. So without further ado, enjoy the show and we'll see you on the next episode. You're going to absolutely love this episode. It's one of the most inspiring stories I've ever heard. Marjorie Newman, after her father was murdered during his political campaign tour in the Philippines, left the Philippines and traveled to Canada with less than $100 and has built a political career here, which is just absolutely phenomenal. And you're going to hear her story of how she's done it, um, her political views, and how you can potentially support her in her campaign. So enjoy this episode and let's get started. All right. Well, welcome back to another episode of Self-Developed Life. I've got a very, very special guest. Uh, her name is Marjorie Newman, who has just won a campaign here in the Alberta political uh, sphere um, for the community that I grew up in, in Glenora. So I'm very honored to take the time and meet you here. I've heard great things from my mother who's sitting over here that put this uh, meeting together. So I appreciate your networking as always, Mom. Um, shout out. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. And um, you've got a fantastic story. And I just want to take some time to kind of introduce you to the viewers and give a basic overview of who you are, what you stand for, and the kind of vision that you have for Alberta and Canada. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. So thank you very much for this opportunity. Again, uh, my name is Marjorie Newman. I'm, I'm now the official candidate for the United Conservative Party here uh, in Edmonton, Glenora, and I would like to take this opportunity to thank the residents of Glenora for their support, for their overwhelming support. Thank you so much. This is the first time that I joined uh, politics in Canada, and yeah, and people in Glenora, they're just very wonderful people, and I'm forever grateful. So just to give you a brief, uh, brief background about myself, so I am a wife, I am a mother, I have a 22-year-old daughter, she's in the university now, she's, uh, she'll be finishing her mechanical engineering degree this December. I'm a small business owner, I owned a, an immigration consulting business here in Edmonton, right here in the Glenora. I moved to Canada 12 years ago with my daughter, I have several jobs. You know, when you're new in a country, you have to make it work with a few dollars that you have. Well, let's just stop there because that's one of the main stories that I was really impressed with coming from the Philippines. Mm -hmm. And we have some similar connections there with the political uh, situation there. And that you came here with basically not much. Yes. And those stories, I think, are so inspiring. And that's really what this podcast is about is to share how people have overcome adversity to achieve. And, and experience success, which you've been able to build for yourself. So maybe kind of walk people through that. Coming here 12 years ago with literally, I don't know how much you came with, but my mom said it wasn't 
that much. much. Yeah. That's even a hundred dollars. Not even a, that, that's what I, that <laughs> less than a hundred dollars. Less than a hundred dollars. So can you imagine coming to a new country with a young daughter yes. with under a hundred dollars? Like that just blows my mind. It's so, you know, inspirational how you have the mindset, but the actual ability to come here and now be an entrepreneur and be a political leader is just so, you know, it's such a great story. Oh, thank so, you. Yeah, so yeah, feel free to share yeah. whatever you're- So 12 years ago, yeah. March 2006, uh, the day after my birthday, March 14, I arrived here in Canada. And then um, my mom has to uh, reach out to someone uh, from the Filipino community if they would allow me to live in their house for a mm. month so that uh, my daughter was still in the Philippines uh, she would follow a month after because I wanted to make sure that I have a place to Absolutely. stay that I have a job that you know for her so that, that's the plan and so there's this beautiful family who used to work with my stepfather at Canada Post so that's where I stayed for a month I stayed with them mm -hmm. and then I catch the bus so first job was at a law office right here in Glenora the Laurier law office mm -hmm. I work as an administrative assistant but I said like I can't save money with this one job and I heard people they have they have from my community they have two jobs three jobs I said maybe yeah. if they can do it I can make it work and so I work for Safeway so I work at the law office from 8 to 5 and then catch the bus and at the time I have to catch three buses wow. from my house just to the law office just to work and then catch another three buses I don't know how the bus system works here in Edmonton but it would take me three buses wow. to, and then like change because you have a uniform and safe way and then work from 6 until closing so that was the the regular <laughs> and, and yeah. i'm sure the climate was a little different and too. the coming, climate coming March. from the philippines yeah. plus 30 to minus 30. yes yes, yes. Wow. and then uh and then i remember then my daughter followed uh, a month after and then yeah it, it's tough yeah. you know like uh in a foreign country with no family with no friends That's amazing yes yeah. and then so after a month i said i have to say goodbye to that couple because i could not like I don't want to bother them anymore, especially with my daughters. So I found this apartment at Baywood. Yeah. Yes. I didn't have anything. Uh, one piece of spoon, a piece of the fork, one piece wow. of plate, one of everything because it's just me. I didn't have any couch, no tables and chairs, no nothing. So I, I practically called myself, I'm the floor manager, carpet floor manager. I slept on the floor and I don't know anyone. So how can I buy like, you know, this bed? How, where do I go? And this would have been before the internet. Would have been, yeah, before the, this was so before this the like internet, -internet, no messenger, no, no, no nothing. Craigslist to buy no, no Craigslist. And I don't know about that. When I applied for work, I went to, I remember, uh, Sir, uh, Service Canada. That's when you up, uh, you obtain or you secure your social insurance number. And then I said, oh, they have these old like, computers. Like they have newspapers. Mm -hmm. I said, yeah. And then that's where I send through fax, my, my resumes. Wow. Yes, at that time. Wow. And then those are the things that I did. And then, yeah. And just do whatever, like, you know, do the work. And then at Baywood, I would see like, Oh, why would people, when they move, they just leave Meet behind there, their, right. their couch and their chairs and tables. And then I would ask a neighbor, I'd look for Filipinos, like uh. living in Baywood. I said, 
I would really like to have that couch and that chair. Can you help me bring it into my apartment? Oh, that's yes. So and then they would help me fill it like, you know. Yeah, community. The community. So Well that's that's yeah. just so you know, I just wanna say like this to <laughs> Random it was applause. tough. Yeah. Aside from the weather, yeah. you yeah. have no friends, you have no family, you have yeah. no contacts. So, so it's and just me can't. and daughter and the church and God. I said, yeah. like, I won't That's miss great. it. Like Sundays, I said, sorry, I have to work for Safeway. But said, no, I got to go to church first mm. before I go to work. So he was my like, protector. Like, you know, like yeah. you have because after three months, I said, like, I can't do this. I yeah. think I can't do this. But my daughter... We can do this, mom. That was your motivation. No. Yes, she was my motivation because she don't. I said I'm ready to leave. I'm ready to go back, but she said no, mom, because this is the best thing that you have done for me. Well, bringing me to Canada. You know, I, I kind of want to touch on your family background because there's a history of political. Exactly. Um, I don't know how much you want to share about that, sure. but but just kind of to kind of give people the, your background and your family mm -hmm. roots of the Philippines and their your political ties there. For sure. Yeah. So my is. It started with my grandfather. My grandfather was elected as a deputy mayor for more than 30 years. And then um, my father was elected. He started a church as a church volunteer. Yeah, my father. And then he was elected as mayor for 10 years. Uh, 10 years only because when he was seeking re-election for another term, uh, in one of his uh, campaign events, like he was delivering his speech, Three people uh, like hired gunmen, like he was assassinated in front of the people. And even at the time, he knew that they were only after him. So uh, my mom and the fr his friends who were there when it happened uh, told me that he even told the people that they were just after me. So you really have to... You know. mm -hmm. They were coming, the gunmen were coming after yeah, you? Yeah, the gunmen, yeah, wow. just after me. Oh. So, like, all of you. Yeah, no, no, after my father. So, it was him, like, telling the right. people, okay, uh, well, he was on the microphone. They said, oh, these people are just after me. Right. So, you have to, you know, cover yourself, you know, down, and then, yeah. So, um, and then my mother, he, she was elected as mayor for 10 years. Wow. And then when she retired, so I also ran a city council, as councillor for nine years and served as a board member. They called it in the Philippines board member, yeah. uh, equivalent to an MLA here yeah. for three years. And then when I left, my younger brother also was elected as councillor and then he became as vice mayor and now he's board member just wow. like MLA. And, so, and, and for those of you who don't know, po politics and the whole kind of government structure in the Philippines is huge. Yes. Like, it's a big deal. And we have a mutual friend and contact that I met when I was in the Philippines um, on my last visit, mm -hmm. um, Congress, Congressman Bingo, uh, who's a family friend of yours. And it's funny how, you know, the world is quite small yes. in, in, in certain areas of, of this uh, industry. Um, it's a huge deal. Like these events are really, really big and the whole community comes out and it's a lot bigger, I would almost say, than in Canada. Like the support from the people in the community um, that they get behind their, uh, their leaders in a, in a really big way. But first of all, I just wanna offer my condolences and, like, to your father, like that's just tragic to, for anyone to go through. Yeah. But also for you to see that happen and for you to follow in his footsteps knowing the risks and the whole dynamics is, you know, that's on a whole nother level. Yeah, it's about uh, public service. 
Yes, so it's about public service. So the whole family, like, you know, I'm sure yeah. you have heard about politics in the Philippines. Yeah. But I can say with uh, all honesty that we did not enrich ourselves. It was all public service. Yeah. And then you can actually, I encourage you to visit my place and then you can talk to the people there because uh, it's something that, it's a legacy that I am really and truly proud mm -hmm. uh, of what my parents you know, did for the municipality. Yeah. So I'm, we don't really want to call ourselves politician, but mm -hmm. we would prefer to be called as a public, public servants service. because it's all public service. So my time, my focus was on women and children. So up to now, I still send money, like I have projects, I continued my, with my projects on supplemental feeding mm -hmm. to uh, children. Good, yeah. yeah, and then the women, I have uh, projects with women. Uh, at the time, I would go to different. Uh, we call it barangays. Yeah, yeah, no, barangays. Yeah, <laughs> barangays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The communities. The communities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we go. I go yeah. to the barangays, and yeah. uh, I'll bring uh, doctors, you know, gynecologists, because uh, we could, we don't have the healthcare that we enjoy mm -hmm. here in Canada. Yeah. yeah, in the Philippines. So it's like bringing the medical or health services to the people. Yeah. So we conduct medical missions. Yeah, so I'll bring doctors and then we will ask uh, from the business community, they would provide the medicines. Mm -hmm. They would provide the prescriptions. Yes. Yeah, and then I miss that. We build and I also go to uh, private companies. Right. Even that the last company that I worked with for 12 years, they're very supportive of my projects. So we would go to the barangays, to the rural areas and build this, uh, public schools, elementary wow. schools, like daycare buildings. That's so grand, yes. grand roots. No, yes. Yeah, so I miss that. That's mm -hmm. if there's one those are the things that I miss in the Philippines. Yeah. So if I can duplicate that maybe in a diff different level, like you know, if I get uh, elected, if yeah. you know, like the people I would be able to earn the trust, the confidence and in uh, respect from the residents of Glenora, mm -hmm. maybe not building schools or something, but you know, I'm a commissioner for oath. I could uh, do that services for free. Sure. Uh, there's so many immigrants here in Glenora. Yeah. So I'm being a licensed immigration consultant. Right. I can provide them, you know, like immigration assistance for free. Yeah, that's right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and true. so if I can be involved in all the communities, there's so in Glenora, you have so many community leagues. You yeah. know, there's Prince Charles Community League, there's Inglewood, there's uh, Glenora Community League, there's Sherbrooke. So if they would allow me to be part of their community leagues, not, no, for no position, just a volunteer. Yeah, in right. Any events that they would have, I'll be there. Do you need like, you know, setting up your, just for whatever. Yeah. If there's a, a movie in the park, if there's just like a barbecue or a picnic, Okay, right. just give me a call and I'll be there. That's amazing. Yes. You know, growing up in that community, I went to uh, Westminster Junior High. Oh, okay. And then I went to Ross Shepherd High School. Oh, yes, yes. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, like this is my, my home turf here and I'm just mm -hmm. so honored to have someone like you yeah. representing it. Um, you know, going forward, um, where are you at currently in the whole process? I know that you just won a mm -hmm. campaign this past week, so congratulations. And what's Thank kind of the you. next steps for people to kind of get involved and learn more about you and your mission and what is happening for the community. Okay, so in Alberta, we have a, a very big fight uh, mm. coming. 
So that's when we have to bring back the Alberta advantage. Mm -hmm. So at the time when I moved to Canada, there's so much work. Yeah, but yes, yes, you won't have a hard time uh, looking yeah. for work. But these past three years, I just noticed when I went door knocking in the Glenora, you know, like certain areas have different issues. Like, for example, in my area, crime, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. If you go to the uh, 146th Street, 149th Street, 156th Street, their concerns is the, uh, the LRT expansion. Mm -hmm. So each area, but the common issue, there's several issues that I've encountered. Like, you know, they talk about employment. Mm -hmm. They talk about the, the debt, Alberta right. debt, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is crazy because we used to be one of the richest countries exactly. or provinces yes, just yes. not that long ago. Like, Alberta yeah, was yeah. like rich, it was mm -hmm. the richest, right? Yeah, and now, yeah. I don't know what the deficit is, but... Yes, yes. So, we need to uh, restart the our economy. We need a government that is totally uh, focused on economic growth and job creation. And as Jason Kenny said, if we were to uh, come to office in spring of 2019, we would immediately bring in a session of the legislature to repeal the most damaging aspects uh, that the NDP has created in the province. So uh, Jason Kenny said it several times that the bill number one, okay, is the repeal of the carbon tax. Mm. Yes, and getting other tax rate down uh, as quickly as we can, uh, beginning a program of eliminating unnecessary regulation. Because of these so many regulations, we are driving away investors in Alberta. Right. And they're going to countries mm -hmm. like yeah. the U.S. when yeah. there's no regulations. Well, yeah. that's, that's one of the first things Trump just did, right? He just yes. took out all just, the red tape and exactly, everything and just said, yes. hey, if you want to do business, let's yes. make some deals. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we, we have to remove all those regulations so that yeah. we can tell the whole world that we're back to business. We're open for business. We're open for business. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So those are uh, like some of the things that we have to address. And yeah. then, and I have no reservation. I fully believe uh, in the capacity of Jason Kenny as the leader that we need at this time to be able to bring back that Alberta mm -hmm. advantage. That's great. Yeah. So, and you've been working with Jason Kenny, yes. like kind of yes, yes, I, yes. That's how years. I met yeah, him. Right? Yeah. That's how I met him in the Filipino community because I'm very active with the Filipino community. Mm -hmm. I organize events for him, and that's how I um, get to know him. Yes, and, and not on a per, maybe I'm not sure if it's a personal level, but just like you know, uh, interactions with several interactions with him during the convention and you know during his visits with our community Filipino mm. community events, you get to know like the person. Yeah. yeah so he's the, the the right leader, the person, the the leader that we need at this time. Do you know? Can I interrupt? I've just got to mention this that your father used to tell his family. Yes. What did he tell his family? Okay, yeah. My father was a, a man of integrity and uh, with his Christian, Christian values, a man of principle. And I remember him telling me that I would rather die uh, standing on my feet than begging on my knees. Perfect. Yes. I would so, rather stand on my feet than yeah. begging on my knees. Yeah, and I would, I would, and then that's the exactly. same, yes, that's the same, like, you know, uh, Characteristic that I would like to, you know, bring with me if I get yeah, in elected. Integrity and an honesty, and yeah. those uh, Christian values. Yeah, to death, yes, yes, if need be. Yes, if need be. 
Well, hopefully that won't be need be. No, no, not in Canada. Yeah, yeah. No, but, no, no, but, no. Canadians are very nice people. Yeah. And then I have to say this, like, you know, Alberta is my new home. My, my family is here now, and Alberta has been very nice to me. Alberta has been very nice to the community, and then there's no reason for me not to give back to mm -hmm. Alberta. Well, I would say something uh, talking about your roots and your heritage and where you came from. A lot of the people may uh, have never been to the Philippines or never visited. Yeah. I've been there three times uh, and have got property there, and I just think that the people there are just the happiest, the friendliest, and just the most servant leaders, like you said, yes. that they will just bend over backwards mm -hmm. for strangers, people they don't know, they have no financial incentive to help them. It's just in the community atmosphere Experience. that yeah. I just, the first time I went there, and I've been to about almost 40 countries, I've, I've traveled extensively, and the Philippines, the slogan is that it's more fun in the Philippines, yes. but yes. I would say it's more, it's more friendly Oh, it's thank more you. like when you talk about I'm integrity people people are just so genuine and I, I use this analogy a lot um, talking about different cultures and different countries where you could be downtown Manhattan mm -hmm. on Wall Street a guy would be wearing a $5,000 suit in a $100,000 car and he would not be smiling compared to the Filipinos <laughs> that are living in little bungalow you know huts bungalow huts with you know a whole big family sharing everything that are just kind of getting by selling coconuts or water or fishing mm -hmm. but the, the sense of community and family and just the whole yes. life that they have mm -hmm. you know it, it, who's really winning you know like people talk about success being you know rich and famous mm -hmm. but you look at Hollywood all those people are on drugs and depressed and suicidal you go to the Philippines, you just see people just smiling like smiles you've never seen before. It's just like this one here. <laughs> so I just want to say that you're talking about the Canadian culture that has been done so much for you. I think the yeah. Filipinos um, around the world, because there are so many around the world that have gone abroad to work and support their families and send money back to programs and support their own communities. Um, I really, really have a lot of respect and a lot of really great experiences with that community. So. Um, yeah, I just Thank want to acknowledge you, you and your uh, family heritage Thank for that. You. Absolutely. Thank you, Thank you Absolutely. so much. Um, well, I guess to kind of yeah. touch base with anything we want to touch on to wrap mm -hmm. up, I don't want to take any more of your time. I know your <laughs> phones are ringing like crazy out here, <laughs> and I'm flying to Vancouver tomorrow. So oh, okay. um, we both got a kind of a busy day, mm -hmm. but I'm really, really honored to have the time here with Thank you. Thank you. Um, and how can people learn more about you? Yes, okay. So thank you very much for this opportunity. Thank you so much. And uh, I hope and I wish and I pray that the people in Glenora, you know, my neighbors would give me a chance to serve them. Yeah. Yes, I, I would be able to earn their trust and uh, their respect uh, to be able to be the representative for Glenora in the legislature. And if you need more information, you can go visit at www.marjorienewman.ca. MarjorieNewman.ca, and I'll have a link below this uh, this presentation and podcast. Mm. Um, so yeah, definitely get involved, do your research, um, figure out what's happening. If you're from this area or not, if you're Canadian or Albertan or Edmontonian, uh, really get involved any way you can. Your uh, support. support and vote does yes. make a difference. Because um, we need more, vo we need volunteers to door knock. We need. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, 
people in Glenora who would uh, volunteer to have my sign on the, their lawn. Oh, so right, yeah. It's a lot of work, so I would really appreciate it if you would and volunteer. And your boundaries from 121? From 121 Street to Yellowhead to um, Mayfield and 149th Street. Yeah. Yes. And Stony Plain Road. And Stony Plain Road, yes. Right. Big area. It's a big area. Big area. Yes. Well, big area, we need a lot of people to help fill it up. <laughs> yes, we need you. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much. Thank you. All the best and congratulations thank with you. all your success and continued. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Oh, okay. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And before you leave, two things. First, as I mentioned in the beginning of the show, I'm offering a free one-on-one -on -one coaching session with me to talk about anything and everything you want confidential, we get on the phone, and we just connect. If you'd like to do that, two things. Go ahead, leave a five-star review on iTunes for this podcast. Write a quick little review. Then go over to YouTube, search Quentin Carlin or Self-Developed Life. Subscribe to the channel. And once you do that, send me an email, quintincarlin at gmail.com. My email is in the description below, and we'll set up a time to connect. This is limited time offer. I don't know how long I can continue to offer this for, but I'm definitely doing this now. For those of you who help support the show, I want to support you back. So go ahead, take care of that, reach out to connect, and I look forward to getting on a call with you as soon as possible. Have a great day. See you on the next episode.